Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. 
content. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know where you are, this is what I do every Friday with Mr. Glenn um, is the Genius Hour. And so welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm here um, every Friday from 8 to 9 Eastern. Um, and I bring um, some amazing people from my network here to interview and dive in. Um, we were actually here this week at Magnify Your Wealth Conference, so it couldn't be any more perfect with the theme. And I want to welcome Mr. Randall Kenneth Joan. Randy, you there this morning? Good morning. I welcome. Hello from Florida. I am here. At least I'm on the East Coast. <laughs> That's right. Punish just me over here. Okay. Yeah. The only yeah, you're... I was I was in Hawaii. You're suffering, but I'm okay. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, and we've got Mr. Sean James here this morning. Good morning, Mr. Sean. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Um, and we're going to keep an eye open for MK. He's going to pop in here somewhere. And I'm excited to announce today for today's guest. We had I had so much fun. Uh, just a couple weeks ago. So let me introduce you to Jean Groove Allen, uh, who's a internationally acclaimed actor, rap artist, and voiceover artist. Um, he's also an executive uh, director of a nonprofit, and he is the new host of 10TV's flagship show called Total Faith Show. Um, you might know him. Um, he's been in hits like House Party, House Party 2, Boomerang, Tina Turner's uh, What's Love Got to Do With It, uh, and the show Brothers. Um, he's worked alongside uh, Martin Lawrence, uh, Tish Campbell, Eddie Murphy, Angela Bassett, uh, Lawrence Fishbone. Um, his music and hip-hop career began in the 80s with the release of the rap club single called Facts of Life that later, later became um, Groove to Be Chill. Uh, he has uh, a voiceover work, which is so much fun, um, and spokesperson for Post Cereal, Toyota, Coca-Cola, Pringles. Pringles and I are going to have to take a time out. Let's just tell you that right now with all this running. Um, and he is now the host of the Total Faith Show. Um, he's also a financial consultant, and he's really committed uh, to helping uh, the urban community uh, not only uh, succeed through music, but also financial freedom. And his motto is empower the young and you empower the world. I love that as well. Uh, so, Gene, good morning. Hello, and welcome to Breakfast with Champions. Good, good morning. Can everybody hear me? We hear you great. Yes. Oh, you welcome. know what? I am so excited with these superhumans. You know, when I was listening to all those 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 tidbits and bullet points, I was like, that's me? That's but then yeah, it's it's me. And and thank you, Amelia, so much for allowing me to 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 just be on this platform. I'm excited. Well, we're thrilled to have you here and we i love you know i love how your career continues to morph and grow um you know for so many champions when you look back of you know what our careers look like and how they reshape and twist and turn it's just so fascinating how everybody gets today um and sean and i had the opportunity to actually uh play and, and meet you in person which was so amazing um and sean thank you sean, sean and i always we're like the walking comedy routine my daughter was laughing the entire time they're like you and sean should be illegal for the amount of laughing that we have anytime we get together <laughs> i you know so it, was, it was funny we had a, such a great time um at the gala and you're right. You know, you you and Sean just just light up a room, and you know it is just a pleasure to to continue to work with you and 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 continue to 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 expand on the platform. Tell me just a little bit. How did the Total Face Show come about? Like, where where what happened? How did that? How did you morph into that? And what's what's all around that? Especially since a lot of people here uh, that are listening probably have never heard of it. I got an opportunity to interview with you, which is even so amazing, but give us a little good old context around it. 
Well, well let me, I'm, I'm going to give a little background. So, you know, in, in everyone's life, you, you come to a point where you kind of look at yourself and, you know, there was a moment where I kind of doubted myself and I really didn't believe in the things that I wanted to achieve. And I, and I blamed so many different people and resources and all these things. And, and then one day I woke up and said, listen, I, I want to get back into voice acting. I want to get back into the entertainment. I want to be that that spark so someone can say, hey, I can do it too. Um, I went and looked for, I, I went to, to school to enhance my, my voice acting. Um, and I literally did, you know, about a year or two of just working on my craft, uh, did a, a voice demo, professional voice demo in the studio. And so I started looking for production companies. Now I'm out of the DC, Maryland, Virginia area. And lo and behold, there was this company called TFN Media out of Silver Spring, Maryland. And so I said, okay, I sent them my, my electronic press kit. I sent them my demo. I said, hey, this is what I've done. I'd love to talk to you about some opportunities. Lo and behold, about three weeks later, I got an email from Dr. Cindy, Cynthia Ashley, um, who is the CEO of TFN Media. Uh, it's a black owned organization. They've been in business for almost 20 years now. Um, and they had their own TV show. And they said, hey, we know you, you know, we saw you in House Party. We saw you in House Party too. I wanna come, I want to interview you on my show. They just hired a host. And, you know, they said, hey, can you come and coordinate and be on the, the Total Faith show? I said, sure. And then they were gonna work on some other ideas, some other collabs and some content so I could possibly be part of that, that family conglomerate. Three weeks later, you know, I'm scheduled to go to Yonkers and, and do my interview. They gave me a call and they canceled it. And I'm like, wow, okay. And they canceled the, 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 my interview. I said, well, you know, there's going to be other opportunities. They called me a day later and said, listen, we did a lot of thought process behind this. How would you like to be the host of the Total Faith Show? And honestly, I, I, was, I, was, I was surprised. I was, you know, definitely um, God had a lot to do with me changing from being an interviewer to now being the interviewee, you know? Um, and, and it was such a, it, it, was, it was such a blessing. And, you know, to, today now I get the chance to have these incredible stories, share these journeys with my audience, whether it's in music, um, whether it's in mentorship, whether it's community activism, whether it's small business, I get to tell these stories and really shine light to all these 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 beautiful people and 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 it's such a blessing and i love the fact that you know again we talk about you know as champions you know what these journeys look like where these pivots come in you know the hard work the push through i like that you said okay i'm going to really focus on perfecting my craft it's very difficult to quiet the noise find the bullseye and then really dial down deep into that one thing, right? We have a tendency that people like mm -hmm. to do spray and pray, hoping that something sticks. <laughs> and I'm like, that mm -hmm. is never the road to success. Not ever. It's never. one thing done very well. Um, and then from there is where you start the brand extension, right? You cannot start the brand extension out of the gate. So I like that you got really crystal clear on the craft and then went back to say, I'm good, but I'm going to become great at it um, and dial that in. Was there any 
wrestling with, I don't know, ego or doubt or skepticism or naysayers, like when you made that decision to lean in, what was the vibration back that may have been challenging to overcome? Well, well, I'm going to go back a little bit. So, you know, when I was, so when I was doing my, my rap career, I was signed to a huge iconic label called Uptown MCA. Now, for those of you who don't, you know, know music, Uptown MCA was um, the brainchild of the late, great Andre Harrell. Um, you know, he used to be an executive at Def Jam, you know, with, with, with those iconic rappers and those movement. And we were signed to this label, but we didn't, and, and we were happy, we were excited, but we didn't have a focus. So we ended up, you know, doing this, this music almost blindly because we're not, you know, we're, we're artists, but we're not businessmen. You have to, there's a, there's, a, there's a music business and that's why they call it. So literally, you know, when I found that my, my rap career ended um, abruptly, um, I, I ended up having to go out back home to New York to, to, to get a job. So for years, I was like, I was in my own head. I didn't believe in myself. I, like I said, I blamed other people for me not being into music again, me not being into um, voiceovers, me not being that person I wanted to be. So I really had to kind of get out of my head um, and really define what I wanted to do, who I wanted to be, and how I wanted to do it. And literally, you know, it, it's interesting. I'm, I'm working on a book now, um, Four Steps, to your own groove. And that first part that I think is so important is you got to look at that man in the mirror because that's the reason why you are not who, what, where you are because of you. Yes, there's going to be hurdles and challenges and 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 income discrepancies and, and economic divides. But if you find it in yourself to go through all of that, you will find that those doors will open those clouds will move aside. And every time you look at that man in the mirror, you're telling the truth. And to me, that was the change in me. I think that's so beautifully said. And I think that's the myth, right? So the myth is that when we look at other people who have successful careers, the myth is that it's been some type of straight line from point A to point Z. And what we like to do here, you know, um, at Breakfast of Champions is really enlighten people to say, it's never a straight line, not for anybody, even people born into the Lucky Sperm Club. It's never a straight line. You are going to be faced challenges and the challenges are within self. We want to say it's money, it's economics, it's whatever, my mother, my brother, my sister, my community, my education, whatever we want to say, it's those things. It's not. It is in self. And that's the work that is so difficult because at the end of the day, it comes down to our choices. Um, and trust me, we've all had it. We've all said, oh, you know, if this, then that, right? That outward mm -hmm. push to say that there's some other thing or factor to blame when we dive into the personal development work and when you listen to people who've succeeded over and over and over again it is always the conversation with self that releases us into our future self and so yeah. i love that you're diving into uh you're writing a book i think i think it's well overdue i'm excited about it um the four <laughs> steps to own your own group i love i love that um, yes. And where where did that start to come from? Where was the enlightenment to say, okay, it's now time for me to basically put pen to paper? It's almost like self therapy. 
you know, um, like I said, literally two, three years ago, I got on this this real positive outlook on life. Um, and not to say that no one's depressed and you doom and gloom, but definitely like, you know, the glass is half full, not half empty. And I, I look to other um, mentors, you know, Zig Ziglar, Jim Rohn, and, and I listened and, and I, I started reading more. And I said, you know what? All these concepts I've done, I've been through, I've, I've been through the ups and downs, but the, the, the common thread was never to give up. And I looked at all the things that where, um, you know, I, I, I failed, but failure, you know, everyone knows fails are great. Fails are something that you learn from an experience and failures make you get better. If you don't learn from it, that's, that's something personal, but you need to learn from your failures. I remember I was sitting at, when I was up uptown, I was sitting in the office with then um, new intern, Sean Combs. Okay. Sean Puffy Combs. And he's going over our music and he's saying, you know what, guys, I really think that we need to start from scratch and maybe blah, 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 blah. Now, as a human being, you, you, you have an ego, you get it, you have a little ego. And we um, were in the studio almost by ourselves for like six months, working, going back and forth, staying, you know, we're talking, you know, 24 hour days in the studio trying to make this music. And all of a sudden, this young kid tells us, you know, we need to start from scratch. So I remember going down, we was in um, Uptown MCA, um, going downstairs in the MCA building, and my DJ said, you know what, forget him. He don't know what he's talking about. Part of my book says, um, it's called Brother Can You Spare a Dime? And it kind of says, sometimes you're gonna need help. You're gonna need someone to do something for you. And it's nothing wrong with asking for that help or accepting that help. Long story short, we ended up, you know, not being um, recording anymore. And Mr. Combs, I think he became um, this multi-billionaire mogul creating <laughs> father and C, Mary J. Blige, Craig Mack, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you know, <laughs> Biggie Smalls, you know? So you really gotta, gotta take a look and be honest with yourself. And you really have to say, you know, all these different pieces of your life if you don't take advantage of the bad and the good, the bad experience and the failures, the, 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 all the things that can help you get to that next level, then you're really missing out. And, and that's what I did. I saw that, you know, I had to face myself in the mirror. I saw that I had to define my who, what, where, when, why, you know, and that's important because your why is your motivation. That's going to keep you going when everything seems dim everybody throws darts at you, when everybody's hating on you. Um, I had to make sure that, brother, can you spare a dime? I'm going to ask for help. Amelia, I'm asking you for help. Because why? Because if you can help me, that's only going to make both of us better. And, and then the real case, the, the last chapter is, it didn't work out. Now what? Well, you know what? It's not going to work out the first time. Might not work out the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. But do not give up because the minute you give up, I believe personally, you die, you stop living. And, and, and that's my, that's my motto. And there's so many good things in that, right? So first of all, it, it never completely fails. Parts of what you do are working and parts of what you're doing is not working, right? It's never a total, total fail. And when you dig through that process to say, okay, I would say start, stop, and swap. 
to be able to analyze what parts are working and what's not, and then say, okay, how do I maneuver that? How do I ask for help? You know, and help, asking for help is this really interesting connection between giving and receiving, right? And that's, Mm -hmm. you know, part of what we do with the genius key is to help people understand how do I identify the genius of the other person? What are they trying to say? What are they trying to communicate? You know, what is it that they have that's valuable that I can learn from on this side and then energetically give your genius back? And when you can have those exchanges of giving and receiving of uh, different talents is where you then hit flow or scale. And it's just a skill set that has to be learned. I say it over and over again. It's a skill. It's just a skill that you have to learn Mm -hmm. and then practice um, and then gathering your tribe, right? Because you become a product of the tribe that is closest around you. So I'm very, very, very excited um, about what you're doing. I love the whole show, the Total Faith Network. I think the whole concept of of really leaning in and getting into some of these sticky interviews, um, you must be having so much fun. You know, I got to admit, um, so, you know, let me, once again, when I first, you, you never know what they say, be careful what you ask for. Cause you might get it. So now all of a sudden I'm on this TV show and I've never hosted a TV show before. Yes. I've talked, I've been in front of audience. I've, I've, I've done so many things, but I've never had this, 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 this platform. And so my first day I'm, I'm looking like, Oh my goodness, what in the world? And it, it became a, it, it became at ease when I knew that what my job is what my goal is is to let that person tell their story and it it became so easy for me you know and and it really did you know obviously there's a lot of mechanics behind you know in terms of you know timing it for the the questions and you give a question to the to your person you're interviewing and they might go beyond the minutes that you have so you gotta that's a skill set but the real joy is the fact that you know people that um I, I've had um, people who write for Rock the Bells Radio, Jay Kwan. This guy is is a is a literary genius in regards to how he views um, the hip hop genre. I had a young woman called Boss Summit. She does this yearly summit in in this huge mansion in Florida, where she invites throughout the country young entrepreneurial African American women, and they come to this summit for a week, and they learn all different types of how to, from how to register your business to how to market the brand from these other mentors, these other professional, successful black women. So it, it, it's it's just allowing me to, to soak this all up, learn some things and, and really give back. Because at the end of the day, that's why we're here. We're here to give back. You know, I'm, I'm not a Bible beater, but I do believe that the, the, the spirit that we work in, the, the, the beings that we're trying to be is to be better and to help that person to my left, to my right, in front of me and in back of me. And if I can do that through this show, then, then my job is done. I love that. I love that. Listen, the only people who scare me are the people who believe in nothing. Those are the people who make me really, really scared. And I'm like, whoa, I don't know, dog, how you get through your day when you believe in just self, you might have a problem. You might want to reconsider that. Yes. You you know, I, 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 um, I talked to my daughter a lot and, and I told her one day, I said, imagine people who don't have hope. 
you know, who don't believe in something because the world that we're in, you know, not for nothing, so it's depressing. But imagine the person that wakes up with hope that they're going to make their life better, that whatever they're dealing with, their job, uh, their relationships, their, 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 their entire being, there's a chance for it to be better based upon the actions that they put forth. To me, if you have that, there's, there's no stopping you. And, and, and you're right. You know, once the people that don't believe, I, I feel sorry for them. I really do. You know, and, and so, you know, I, I, I have these conversations all the time and we, when people say the word world is depressing and it's this and that and the news and all that stuff. And we like to give that, you know, all that naysay stuff power. But if you look, there's such beauty every day. I seek that human story. You know, I just, uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I've been, I'm, I'm out, I'm out at like 11 different cities. I don't even know who I am half the time I'm, I'm out on the road <laughs> and I'm going to be out aggressively all the way through the end of the year. Love it. And, um, two things that, you know, and again, just in the last 24 hours, uh, you know, San Diego has a, a very, uh, popular homeless community cause it's really nice here. Um, so when you yeah. get close to the beach at night, there's a lot of homeless people, um, and of course, you know, I'm getting off and we're all in business attire. So there's a, there's obviously a visual spectrum between, uh, you know, mm-hmm. homeless people and all of us overly dressed. Um, and this gentleman was pushing his cart to try to kind of set up at the beach area and the whole cart dumped over. Uh, now mm-hmm. he was on the other side of the street, but within seconds you saw a literally us in business suits, other homeless people are there, people that were like, kind of like the skateboarder, younger hit kids, all within, with no, no, nobody saying anything within seconds, everybody rather, rather to get gathered together to help him put his stuff back in his cart and get him over to the other side. And there are acts of beauty that happen consistently. Um, I was at the airport in Atlanta trying to fly here to San Diego and I'm in Atlanta. Um, and I'm like, Oh, this is going to be a long flight. This red eye, you're going to love those. Um, <laughs> and, uh, there was a woman and she had three children. Um, one was strapped to her. She had the other two. And I was like, girl, you were way outnumbered here. She said, yeah. And she's like, you know, we're going to be on the red eye flight. I'm like, Oh, she's trying to get a bunch of stuff for her and the kids for the flight. And then she goes up to the cash register and she's like, Oh my gosh. She goes, I don't have my wallet. I don't have my wallet. My husband's sitting back at the gate. I'm here, whatever. And I'm like, girl, don't worry about it. And she's like, what? I'm like, don't worry about it. I got it. And she's like, you don't know me. I'm like, I do know you. I'm a mom too. I've got four. I do know you. You think I don't know you. I know you. What you're about to do. My hat is off to you. I'm like, I got it. And so there's acts of kindness around you every single day. And what you choose to look at and absorb and be inspired by, you can be inspired by the nastiness on the news. If that's your thing, go for it. Or you can be inspired by humans because I believe that humans in crisis rise. And now we can just get humans to rise every single day in moments of kindness, the world would be a better place. Exactly. That, that, that's, you know, that, that's so important because you're right. You, you look at stories and there's moments in time that, you know, you can make a difference. You can be the difference. And, and if you're not trying to be the difference, then, then where are you, you know? What, 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 what do you see when you look in that mirror? And that's also so important because I think as we go through our day to day and we go through 
you know, do this stuff. You know, we're, we're going to be hit with stuff. We're going to be hit with stuff. But you're correct. It depends upon how you look at it. You know, am I going to be negatively impacted or positively impacted? Am I going to bring something to the to the to the next person that's going to enhance, or is it going to take away? And and I try to live my life enhancing. You know, I I think that's that's my that's the key of, of my success, and I'll I'll continue to do that until you know until it, I can't do it anymore. You know, and I think that's a good chapter for your book, Be the Difference, because I don't think there's enough speak and roadmap on what that means. How do you become the difference? You know, what is it for those, you know, moments to moments, hour by hour, day by day to become the difference? Because if we were all focusing on becoming the difference, our communities would feel different. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right about that. Very true. And, and you know, that's 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 key to look at because. You know, what What do we do about that? How do we help them? How do we help those communities? Well, you know what I, mean? I, I think it's it's us, right? It's us leaning in, you know, to the communities, uh, you know, taking time with intention to know the community to our left and know the community to our right. Um, you know, the, I speak on this all the time. It is baffling to me how people live in whatever, a city, and they've never been to the city to the left or the right of them. And I'm like, well, how do you know anything then? <laughs> How do you how do you know how do you not know the cities around you? You know, I'm like you need to get out more. You know, go to dinner in, into the city next to you. Go to a, you know. I'm not from New York, right? I'm not. I'm obviously not, not a New Yorker. I, I would. I I I don't even know how long I have to live in New York before I can actually state that claim. You know, but <laughs> I I was so excited because I'm like I've never been to Yonkers. I'm like I called Sean. I'm like Sean, have you ever been to Yonkers? I've never been to Yonkers. I want to go to Yonkers. Would you go to Yonkers with me? Sean's like you are crazy, girl. I'll go wherever you need to go. Right. And I brought my kids. Right. I brought my kids and my kids are like, you know, they're always so inspired by Sean. And they're like, why is it that no matter what is happening, you and Sean are having fun in a paper bag all by yourself? I'm like, because your happiness and your joy is not dictated by what's going on around you. It's internal. Mm. It's internal. Um, and we had a we had a blast. Sean, are you there? We're talking for you as if you're not even here. No, this is <laughs> this is a great conversation. I think. Um... Um, what I'd love to tell you right now, so you know, little Lucia, right? So she says to me, she goes, I think Sean's my hero. <laughs> love that. I love that. I needed that this morning. <laughs> hey, listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five Five Simple Steps to an Extraordinary Morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. <laughs> I need to like, be someone's hero. Like, he's so smart and he's so funny and he's so kind and he's so approachable, you know, and he hugs me and he makes me feel good. It goes, he goes, and he goes, and he's so fine. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. If you wouldn't have said that to me, I was about to say that. And he's that, that's a good looking dude right there. Sean is hard to shake that, man. I met Sean over at your house. I was like, dang, I need to do something with myself. Look at this. <laughs> Are you guys are embarrassing me now? He is like the cup. They, it, I have to find the picture and just change my profile. They took some pictures of him at the Total Faith Network. And I'm telling you, they are stunning. I mean, stunning. Aren't they? Aren't they? I, I got to add it to you. I saw Sean. And I'm like, oh, it's so, it's, oh, it's so, the shoulders are so broad. Oh, 
<laughs> the good thing about Sean is, is you know, he's quiet. He's got a quiet voice, but he is mm -hmm. so wise. He's wise yeah. beyond yeah. his years. So he's yeah. like the triple threat. He's the triple threat in male form. It's amazing. It's incredible. And my kids have been so honored, you know, right? Because they, they've grown up with the influence of Sean and he inspires them. He really inspires them. And David was like, he knew when he was coming to the event. He goes, man, I got to dress because I know Sean is going to be dressed. I'm like, you better be. <laughs> yep, you got to be Love dressed. It. Love that. Yeah, well, it's so funny this. because Amelia, we only see... I'm so sorry. I wanted, I wanted to say this about you know, I, I, I love the, 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 the topic that we're actually speaking on, which is this word faith, right? And, and you know, I, I, when I go and I speak to, to high school and college kids around the country, um, I always use this reference of you can only be what you see. And, and faith is the total opposite of that, right? Faith is, is something that you can't see, but you have to believe in it. And yeah. I think when we talk about, I love the fact that, you know, the word faith is literally in the title of, of where we were at. And the award that you won, Amelia, was based around faith. And I think everyone that understands that faith is really what you focus on, right? If you want to focus on fear and not being successful, uh, faith will take you there too. But it's mm -hmm. the spirit of believing in something that you can't see. And, and so when I think about just you guys' conversation, how inspiring it is, um, you know, uh, how inspiring Glenn is, right? I, I listen to him every morning. Your run the other day, that's all based off faith, right? Faith is this thing that you can't see, and it's a, it's, it's a, it's a GPS that can take you to a better place if you get off track. It's one of these things that if you want to focus on something, Right. If you want to focus on um, being around bad people, faith can take you there, too. You have to focus on the great things in the, in, the, in the world and the people. And that's where this word hope comes from. Right. And I'd like to say this. When I when I think of the church and I think of of people that are trying to come up. Right. A lot of that for a lot of people has all been based off faith. They've been able to get up and go to church on Sunday based off faith because they believe in this system and they believe in this hope that God can take them somewhere and get them out of something. And I just wanted to, 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 to say that because I think this word faith is such a great word, but we have to focus on the good things faith can bring, bring to us versus the bad things faith can bring to us. Hmm. You, you know what? That was that's that's impactful, and you know that word faith. You're so you're so spot on. You know, faith is what we don't see, but you got to believe so strong that no matter what anybody tells you, no matter what anybody tries to put in front of you, no matter what anybody tries to deny of you, your faith, whether like you said, positive or negative. You know, for someone to tell me that I would be a host of a TV show. A year ago, two, three years, maybe four years ago, I wouldn't believe it because I did not have the faith in myself, you know. And 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 now I, I have the I have the belief that I can do and will accomplish anything and all, you know, just because of the faith in myself. But more importantly, the faith of the people that I surround myself with, people like you, Sean and Amelia, like the Total Faith family. You know, these are uh, positive positive vibes, positive energy that will continue to help me grow um, and, and be where I need to be.
Miss Brielle, you want to jump in here? Talk about one of my chosen tribe. Brielle, you there? I am. I am. You know what? You guys are doing such a great. I, I was just going to talk about, about faith, but I was also going to acknowledge your award. And I believe that Sean did a great job of doing that. So I default right back into the conversation. <laughs> well, let me, let me say this real quick, Amelia. I think, um, Jean, you just said something that's very motivating. When you think of this, 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 this breakfast club that everyone got up to take that choice of being in this room, um, it's so important that when you think of the people and what they have to say and the positivity that they bring into you, it can inspire you. That is faith. Point on. It's faith, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone in this room right now, you are filled with faith because you're navigating to people that inspire you to something that you can't see. We can only see each other's pictures right now. So the words can But it's something you. that you feel. Faith is something that you feel, not that you see. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Thank you. Amelia, can I say something because my head's exploding? Mr. Randy, <laughs> yes. Okay. So I loved where this has gone, but I'm still back on what Jean said about people who wake up at, you know me, I get stuck 15 minutes ago and I always have to bring it back about people waking up in the morning with hope. Mm -hmm. There are people in this room who don't wake up in the morning with hope, mm -hmm. or there are mm -hmm. people they know who do not wake up in the morning feeling hopeful. I can't honestly say to you that I always wake up feeling hopeful. What gets mm -hmm. me going is work ethic. There are mm. things to be done. I'm a Virgo. I have a list. I'm going to do that because I'm doing. it's the right thing to do. I'm supporting my family. It's not always driven by hope. We have talked around hope. We have talked about faith. But can we talk about specifics as if you're one of those people who doesn't always feel hopeful in the morning? Mm. I hear inspiration from Sean, and I hear get it from people, but can we be specific? How do we help people find hope? You, you know, can I, can I answer that? I, I think that it has a lot to do with what, what I stated earlier. If How can I impact the people that I, I touch? Um, and it could be at the workplace. It could be at the supermarket. It could be at the gas station. Um, I, I think Amelia said it, you know, with, with the ladies, you know, struggling with those three children, but she said, no, I got you. So the next time when she got on that plane, she took care of her kids. She sat in her chair, but she said, that lady who doesn't know me from a can of paint helped me pay when I didn't have money. So what can, and now she's like all in that, that vibe, that energy, maybe she's going to do something for someone else. And I think that's what we, unfortunately, we can't put a whole blanket on the world. I wish we could. I want to put a whole blanket around the world, and I want you, everyone to have hope. But sometimes it has to be that one-on-one, that, -on -one, that day-to-day, -day, uh, that conversation with your neighbor, the conversation with your children, that conversation with a stranger, the, the, the gentleman in San Diego who dropped and, and, and his basket his shopping cart was on the floor and everybody came in. So the people that didn't respond, they're like, wow, they're helping, they're helping him. How, how dare they? But maybe there was just one that said, you know what? I'm gonna do the same thing when I see it the next time. So I think that is 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 key. We have to do it 
one-on-one, -on -one, day by day, and 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 be impactful for that one person, you know, and, and it gets contagious. And I think that's for, for me. Go ahead, Amelia. I was gonna say I was gonna I was gonna speak to this as well, but go ahead. Amelia. No, 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 please. Please we love when you come in. <laughs> this is an amazing conversation. And Amelia, you you attract some of the most incredible, incredible superhumans from all around mm -hmm. the world. It's spectacular. Mm -hmm. It is spectacular to watch you work, Amelia, and an honor to have you in this room. And Gene, I appreciate you being here so much. I'm excited to get to know you better as well. Uh, and so Randy, I believe it's Randy that asked that question. And uh, I get it. I get it because there was a time and a season in my life um, where I was homeless and I lost hope, completely lost all hope. And that led to suicidal thoughts and ultimately I attempted to take my own life um, back uh, a little over 14 years ago. But I share that uh, because I believe, uh, Randy, that when it comes to a loss of hope, when we, when we lose hope, it comes from we've lost sight of all that we've accomplished up till that point. And now all of a sudden we are experiencing a discomfort and it feels as though we'll never get through that pain. We'll never get on the other side. And so how does someone that is experiencing that right now, how do we help them? What steps can they apply? To me, the only way to stimulate hope is you have to, one, be still. We have to slow down, right? And actually give ourselves some time to reflect. You have to do a, a series of, of gratitude, writing down the things that you are thankful for, right? I'm thankful I have a roof over my head at the moment. I'm thankful I have running water. Sometimes it's as simple as I'm thankful that I, that I woke up today but an attitude of gratitude starts to shift that hope. But most importantly, when we sit still and we write some gratitudes, then we start to be able to see how far we've come. So everyone in this room is a warrior, dude. Like life is fickle. People are dying by the second every single day. And if you really start to take a look at your life, all of the things that you've accomplished, all of the things that you've overcome, all of the, the trials and the triumphs that you've had in your experience, when you start to look at those, it's a reminder that we are warriors, that you are a warrior. And with warrior, with, with the thought of being a warrior comes the idea of hope, right? Because as a warrior, you feel like you can conquer. You can do what's next. You can go one more hour. You can go one more day. You can go one more week. You can go one more mile. You can lose one more pound, whatever it is, right? But we have to get into that warrior mentality. And I think that that comes from sitting still, spending time in gratitude, and remembering how many things you've overcome in your life up to this point. I hope that helps. I, I actually, Glenn, think that's one of the most awesome answers that could be given for that. I've, I've got so much. Amelia knows me. I've got so much to be grateful for. I'm not saying that I'm personally in a bad situation every morning, but I think we all wake up on certain days and go, why? And yeah. at, at different points in time, or we know people, and 
to be able to put those kind of steps to it, which you did so eloquently, I wrote them all down. And let me tell you, the whole concept of still uh, in my circle of friends has come up a lot lately. Be still has come up a mm-hmm. lot. So that's really resonating with me a lot. I want to thank you for that because I think so many of us benefited from that for those times of needs. And hopefully we can take that advice forward. That's the other thing I'm hearing is pay it forward. I'm hearing yeah. so much pay it forward. And that's an active process. We have to be, we have to want to do that and be the type of people willing to pay it forward. You know, Randy, and that's where my that's where my trilogy, my one, one, one came, you know, 35 years ago, um, you know, I realized that I had a power to help other people not feel the way that I felt. Right. I come from horrific, horrific childhood. Absolutely horrific. Don't wish it on anybody. And I was like, okay, if it's not present for me how do I not wish this to somebody else? And I started 35 years ago, one, 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 every single day for 35 years, I pick up the phone and I call just to check on somebody. Don't want anything. Just call in just to check on you. I give a gift every single day, every single day, somebody is receiving a gift from me without fail. Um, And then the third thing is I connect and introduce somebody to somebody else that I think that it's going to be of benefit. And that one, one, one inside of me is what has circled back a fuel of hope beyond measure, beyond measure, because I'm impacting three people, four people, five people, 10 people every single day consistently. And that's for me, hope lives in my heart. I like to say this about Amelia as well. And I think it it answers uh, another way of answering uh, Randy's question. Um, I think um, Glenn hit it out the park with the, the, the the understanding of being able to set steel and think about and reflect uh, on the things that you have done. Um, But for Amelia, she, she has this gift of being able to connect people. And, and I can say this, um, I am someone that have, that has made a million dollars and I've also, I filed for bankruptcy, right? And you get to these points where you think that you've done so much in your life and you don't know how you're going to get back on track. And I think what I've learned from this room and what I've learned from Amelia is I knew that I had the talent to make money. I stopped focusing on myself and I started to help other people. And when other people started to make money, slowly but surely, my life got back on track because I started to believe in faith and believe in something other than myself and believe in other uh, uh, things that are were, were bigger than myself and not just my talent. I start to give to other folks, and that was my faith. So um, to be specific, when you hear Amelia talk about she gives something every day, um, it's genuine. She does. And I think that I learned from that you can always give to someone else. And I think that's based off hope and faith. May I add in here? Please. You know, something that I do anytime I have felt in my life hopeless or um, something that I remind people when they tell me that they're feeling this way. And so this goes for everyone in the room is two things. One, we are not our thoughts, right? We're not our thoughts. So just because we feel hopeless 
doesn't mean that that thought is true, right? So many people are not promised another day, another moment, another hour. But if we are, then that means that we still have purpose, right? Or we wouldn't be here. And that's an undeniable fact, right? No matter what you believe in, the truth is, is that if you were no longer necessary on this planet, you would no longer have life on this planet, right? Because things that are not necessary um, cease to exist. So that's thought one. Um, number two is the idea of just the science and the mechanism between how we think and what is reality, right? So there's something that Amelia and I talk about a lot in these rooms, and that's the reticular activating system. And so what that is, for those that don't know, is it's a bundle of nerves in our brain that actually filters out unnecessary information and it sifts and presents only what you focus on or what's important to you. What that means for you, if you're feeling hopeless or me whenever I have, is that when I change what I'm focusing on, right? If I just say, okay, even though I feel hopeless, let me try to focus on something else. Even if it doesn't make me feel better or I don't believe in it, let me take my emotion out of it and let me focus on something else. And let me focus on as Glenn said, maybe gratitude, Amelia said gratitude. Let me focus on gratitude or hope. Even if I'm not in a space where I have the energy or the emotion, my brain is cognizant enough to know that scientifically, if I make a decision to focus on hope or on gratitude, then my reticular activating system, which is the nerves in my brain, the little bundle of nerves, they're going to start, these neurons are going to start firing and it will start to show me more things to be hopeful for and more things to be grateful for. It's science. And so whenever I feel like my emotions can't get out of that state of emotion, right? And my feelings feel overwhelming and I just can't move and I'm, I'm crippled and I'm paralyzed. I decide in that moment that instead of allowing my feelings to over consume me, right, to be overwhelming, I have to find a place where science takes over. And I understand that the only way to get out of this emotional state is to practically get to a place where I can just think one thought of hope or one thought of gratitude, because scientifically, the reticular activating system will take over and it will start to put in another thought of hope and another thought of gratitude, and another one, and another one. And it literally, my brain will just start operating outside of me, right? But you have to get to a place where you get out of your emotions and allow the science and the mechanisms of what your brain wants to do to do something in a positive direction. I hope that helps. It helps me. I love that. I love that. So Jean, tell me what we can do as an audience to help support you in your new career as a host of the Total Faith uh, Show. And um, you know, you've got my support as you start to write this book, because I think that it is definitely going to resonate with a whole bunch of people. So how do we serve you today? Jean, you there? Hey, Amelia, this is all a flash and then it came back. He's trying. Gene, you might have to hop out and, and pop back in. Sometimes it gets stuck. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it shows that he's still on mute. So, yeah, I, sometimes the app gets weird. Oh, there he is. Yeah. Do you hear me? 
You hear me? You can hear you, you now. Hear yep. Yay. I'm sorry. Um, this this thing is, is, is getting crazy. You know how it is at the end of it. But um, you can watch me. We're getting ready to release the first and second season on the TFN network. It's going to be on Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire Stick, Vimeo. Um, definitely, you can check my website, jeanegroovallen.com, where I'll be putting content on there, my, my demos and some of the, some of the background stuff that I've done. Um, but, and the book, we're going to release the book, um, on my birthday next year, February 26th. Um, that will be the release of my book. And then I will be working on actually going on tour, doing speaking tour around. You hit mute. Hold on. Am I on mute again? I'm on you're, mute again. You're okay now. <laughs> you're okay now. <laughs> this, thing, this thing is like like giving me like, okay, I'm coming back next minute. Um, I'm, I'm, I'll hopefully be going on tour, um, talking about the book and, and talking to small business agencies, uh, minority-focused agencies on, you know, helping their employees really get their own groove because, you know, we I know as um, I, I also am in the small business banking space and I know how this pandemic has really affected so many different businesses and and you know my 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 true belief is that small business is the heart of of America and i saw the devastation of you know how the pandemic really ripped the the, the guts when it came to small businesses but more importantly businesses uh minority owned businesses so my goal is to go out there talk about you know how you to own your own groove. How as a as a as a person in that office, uh, as a CEO of that company, how we can put things together and help the, the the organization as a whole do the things in a positive light that they become more productive, get out of their headspace, and do the things they knew to, to be the best them. Because if they're a better them, they'll be a better person on 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 that manufacturing line. They'll be a better person on that sales line. They'll be a better person in that HR room. So that that's my goal. We're excited, excited, excited for that. I think we have time for one more question. I want to open it up. Yeah, Lolita was looking to jump in. Hey, Miss Lolita. Hey, Glenn, thank you. Hey, Amelia. Hey, team. What a powerful discussion, as always. Amelia, you have this uncanny ability to be this magnet. And Glenn hit on it, but this magnet of power. And you're able to kind of see through in order to really help to groom. And I absolutely love that you create spaces for that. So that's just a super shout out. I'm a super fan. Um, I just want to congratulations as well, Jean. I love the space that you're in. I love that you're helping minority businesses. I love that you have seen that and now are doing the work in order to help uh, folks grow. It means a lot. So thank you very much. You know, thank you. absolutely. One of the things I just wanted to hone in on was this notion of hope and waking up and feeling hope. And I was hoping that maybe I could add just a consideration for folks. I love what I call an I am wonderful folder. An I am wonderful folder as an overview is somewhere where you store digitally, digitally or in person. You have a folder anywhere. It could be physical or it could be electronic. And you move those messages that say, hey, Lolita, you've done such a great job on that. Hey, you know what? I just wanna thank you. Thank you for pouring in. Thank you for whatever. All of those are there. When I'm feeling hopeless, because I have felt hopeless before, when I'm feeling hopeless, I can go back to that piece and be reminded 
of my wins. I can go back to that piece and be reminded that, guess what? Even though in this moment right here, I am beyond my circumstance. And I know that though the tears may flow and I might not feel worthy inside of this particular moment, look at the impact that I've had on someone. And this will help spark your day. In the midst of circumstance, I also believe in a small wins board. So I just want to leave two things. The other is a small wins board. And you can do this individually, or you can even do it with your family, is that I have a small wins board in my home. And it could be done with a big, you know, those flip charts with the sticky on the back, is you write the month. This is October. You write all the days of October 31. And beside it, everyone writes one, only one small win of the day. And I've talked this before, but at the end of that month, when you read all those aloud, you begin to remember the value that you had. You begin to remember how you have felt special inside of those moments. And those don't need to be, I made a million dollars today. Sometimes it is, I got out of the bed and got dressed. There is no judgment on it. But when you read those, you recognize the power of who it is that you are and how you want to show up, the value that you're giving to the world. So when those when those things come, when those thoughts and that doubt and that fear wants to come and surround you, guess what? You're reminded that you are greatness. That's it. Thanks, Amelia. I this love is Loli that, with the Lolita. I love, I love a win board. Love, 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 love. And I, I girl, every time you're just you're just magic. <laughs> I love you. Yeah. Well, well, everybody, you know, I, I have to, I have a hard stop at nine. You know, I, I appreciate um, just being able to share, to, to hear, you know, everybody else's positive focus. And I'm, I'm getting the energy. I'm getting these vibes. And I know today will be a great day because I started my day on the breakfast champions clubhouse. Thank you so much, Jean. I, I told you 100% I'm here to help you any way I can. Thank you for your time today. I appreciate it. Big mic flashes from everybody for Jean being with us today. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.